3: Good evening, listener. You're listening to Chilling Tales for Dark Nights. On tonight's edition, we invite you to leave behind your safe reality and descend with us into the frightening depths of the most terrifying imaginations with audio adaptations of frightening fiction about chilling conclusions. I'm your host, Steve Taylor. And tonight, I'll be your guide as we traverse the dimly-lit corridors of your darkest dreams. Joining us tonight to help bring to life the frightening fiction of Lucretia Vestia, our voice talents Olivia Steele, Jesse Cornett, Otis Jiry, Jason Hill, and Melissa Medina. Now, get your ticket ready. Take your seat in our theater of the minds and brace yourself. It's time to turn off the lights and turn on the dark. We've got a special treat for you. As written by Lucretia Vastia and performed by Olivia Steele, Jesse Cornett, Otis Jairi, Jason Hill, and Melissa Medina. In it, we will hear the third and final installment of a three-part Christmas series about a call center we've come to know all too well this month. Let's see what ShopandShare.com's final holiday shift is like this year, shall we? Now, without further ado, I present to you Shop and Share. Part 3
4: Welcome to Shop and Share. This is Billy speaking. How may I be of assistance?
5: Yeah, um... I'm very angry right now, and I'm trying hard not to take it out on you. Because I, I know you're just a call center agent, and that this is not your fault. I... Yeah. I really need to vent, and I really, really hope you can manage a miracle. What do you need from me? Name? ID?
4: The customer ID, your full name, and date of birth, please.
5: Alright. It's 55198... Spencer Carmichael, March 4th, 1981.
4: Thank you, Mr. Carmichael. Now, what seems to be the problem?
5: The problem seems to be you mixing up your customers' orders. I ordered a remote-control monster truck for my son on November 28th, and not only did my package arrive just now, uh, nearly a month later mind you but it's not even my order at all
4: okay uh what exactly did you receive damn if i
5: know this thing looks sketchy which is why i wanted to talk to you guys before opening it i mean this can't possibly be my order
4: what makes you say that sir
5: Well, for starters, I paid an extra 15 bucks for gift wrapping, and there's no wrapping in sight. It's not even a cardboard box like the ones you usually use. It's just a heavy wooden box, and it's pretty big, too.
4: Okay. Is there an address label on the box?
5: Hmm. Uh, Not that I noticed. Hold on. Let me check. Sure. Sure. Oh, yeah, found something. No wonder I haven't noticed it before. It's hella small. The label is black, and the writing is in red and gray.
4: Oh, Lord! (laughs) Yeah,
5: can you believe it? There's a number in red on this thing, and right underneath it, a name and an address in gray. Very noir-looking. I don't know. Do you need this info? It's not mine, I assure you.
4: Just the red number, please.
5: Oh. Okay. Well, there's a hashtag and then then come 66G-0005. Six, six zero, zero, zero,
4: oh god. Oh lord. Uh sir, uh please step away from that box. Huh? I'm not doing anything. Sir, listen to me. You need to step away from that box. Now, there has been a huge mix-up, and I'm going to need to forward this call to my superior. Please stay on the line, and if possible, lock yourself in another room.
5: Whoa, lady. You're scaring me. Now, what the hell did you send me? Some kind of radioactive
6: shit or something?
5: You and your shop are about to receive a very bad review, lady
7: ho, <laughs> Spencer, my boy. It's so good to hear from you. Um right who is this again? Spancy Spancy You're a kidder, kiddo. You've always been a kidder. But you're still a good boy, Spence. Always a good boy. Always on the nice list. Even in your teens. And we all know how difficult it is to stay on the nice list when you're in your teens. (laughs) If you're trying to lighten up my mood, it's not working. I never got a chance to thank you for those Reese's Cups and that glass of chocolate milk. It just warmed my heart to see you taking good care of old me, even though your mother said it was a silly thing to do. What the hell are you on about? Why, Christmas, of course. (laughs) Christmas of 1990. I don't usually like it when children don't listen to their parents, but you, my boy, you made me happy. Look, sir, can we please get to the
5: part where you either refund my order or send me my son's Christmas present?
7: Tonight! Don't you worry about a thing, Spencer, my boy. Sidney will get his monster truck. He, too's on a nice list, you know. You'll just have to make sure the fireplace is out by midnight. We we don't have a fireplace, man. (laughs) You don't think I meant. (laughs) It's a figure of speech, Spencer. Don't be silly. I couldn't fit through a chimney since 1876. No. You have to make sure that the lights are out and that Sydney. Carolyn and yourself are far, far away in dreamland before midnight tonight. We're having guests over for Christmas.
5: My wife and I just got home from work. Look, we still need to decorate the house, wrap the gifts, cook the meal, and bake the goods. What makes you think we'll be in bed before midnight? Wait, why am I even telling you all this? You don't care? Just tell me if I'm getting my order later today. The shops are still open. I can run and still get something, but I need your word that I'm getting my money back first.
7: Spencer, where are you right now?
1: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take
5: I'm in my living room. Did
7: you hear that just now? Spencer, are you in the same room as the red numbered box? Uh, yeah. Oh, heavens. My boy, you need to either lower your voice or leave the room. Lower my... How dare you! Better yet, leave the house. Grab Sydney and Carolyn, and just go outside for five minutes. In the meantime, an emergency crew of mine will stop by and take the box out of your hair. (laughs) Sir, you are
6: not
5: telling me what to do in my own damn house, okay? Now I am telling you what to do. Refund now!
7: Listen. You get your refund, and you'll get your present. But that is not what is important right now. What is important is that you lower your voice and get your entire family out for some fresh air. What is the meaning of this? <sighs> That box was not meant for you, Spencer. (laughs) You don't want to be opening up someone else's presents, do you? He's a good boy. I know you are. And What the... There's something in here! What
5: the hell? Are you guys shipping living, breathing pets? The box doesn't even have holes in it. The little thing must be
7: suffocating in there. No, 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 no. Get away from the box, Spencer. Ah, <laughs> you wish. You guys
5: are into some shady business if you're delivering living beings like they're
7: objects. Are listening to me, Spencer, I need you to listen to me. That is not a present for a child on the nice list, all right? Get out of the house. We'll pick up the box in a minute. And then, we'll all have a jolly, jolly Christmas.
2: Oh, hey there, little fella.
7: Spencey, you didn't open the box, did you? I did. It's very... Uh, exotic looking.
5: It, it's, what kind of dog is this? The eyes say husky. His sn- snout says Great Dane, but I, I can't place anything else. <laughs> He's pretty cute, though. I'll give you that. Spencer, step away from the hound. Oh, don't be ridiculous. I- I'm great with dogs, even scared ones. Come out of there, boy. Aww, I won't hurt you. <laughs> Aww, I promise.
7: Who's a good doggie? Who's a good (laughs) doggy? Spencer! Step away from the hound!
5: Wait a minute. Sid has wanted a dog for ages. He's gonna be way more excited for a dog than for a stupid remote-controlled car.
7: Then I'll get him a puppy. (laughs) I'll get him a cute, lovable, lively puppy. You'll see. No, you are
5: not. I'm calling animal control services on you guys as soon as the holidays are over. We are keeping this dog.
7: <laughs> are we, buddy? Yes, we are. Spencer, do not touch the. <laughs> 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 Spencer tried it. I promise, a team of my men will be right there to help clean up in time for your guest's arrival.
2: Don't call the police! Check on Cindy. He's eating my leg, Carolyn! Hurry! The fuck, this hurts!
7: I also want to point out that the remote-controlled monster truck is on its way and out to be delivered in the next 20 minutes.
2: Uh, Carolyn
7: We at Shop Chair Guarantee the perfect shopping experience So we're throwing in A ten dollar gift card for your troubles <laughs> Thank you for your call <laughs> Have a Merry Christmas
4: Welcome to Shop and Share. This is Billy speaking. How may maybe be of assistance?
8: Yes. G- good evening, dear. My name is Gertrude Leanne Jackson. I am so, so sorry to be calling at a time like this, but... I'm desperate, you see.
4: <laughs> oh, that's all right, Miss Jackson. The line is still open, after all. What can I do for you?
8: Well, uh, I am waiting on an order, and... You see, I'm usually very patient, but tonight is uh, rather special, and, and there's an urgency factor.
4: I understand.
8: Could you please give me an update on my order, if I give you my customer ID?
4: Of course, I would love to. I'm also going to need your birthday for identity confirmation.
8: My ID is, uh,
4: 00023... Thank you, Miss Jackson. And your birthday, please.
8: (coughs) I was hoping I wouldn't have to say it, because saying it means thinking about it. It's today, dear. I was born on this very day in 1953.
4: Oh, happy birthday, Miss Jackson. Thank you, dear. Now you want to know the status of your order from the twelfth, correct? Yes, ma'am. I'm afraid you reached ShopAndShare.com. You placed your order with our pharmaceutical sister ShopAndLive.com. I can't see the current status of your order, so I'm going to have to forward this call. Oh dear! But I,
8: I, I chose direct dialing to to ShopAndLive. I I press four.
4: No, ma'am. I'm afraid you pressed one.
8: Good lord.
4: <laughs> Twitchy fingers. I- I- I'm
8: sorry, forgive me.
4: <laughs> no, no, don't worry about it, ma'am. It's perfectly fine. I can forward your call, it's no trouble at all. Just please hold, okay?
8: Yes, of course, I-
4: I'll hold. Thank you,
8: young lady. You're very kind.
4: It's my pleasure, Miss Jackson. I wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy birthday. Please stay on the line. Thank you, dear.
0: Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move.
6: You're speaking to Shop and Live's COO, Lucas Efer. Uh, oh, the, the CEO.
8: Uh, I didn't think I would be reaching you on a night like this. <laughs> uh, good evening, Mr. Efer, was it?
6: Ah, don't be silly, Gertie. How many times have I asked you to call me Luke? <laughs> Your laugh is like a sunny spring morning. You know that?
8: Oh, stop it, you charmer, you.
6: As you wish, m'lady. However, did I hear that right? Is somebody celebrating a birthday today? Why, yes, the
8: the rumors are true.
6: And pardon my intrusion, but how young are we getting?
8: Uh, not young enough, I'm afraid. Uh, Sixty-eight.
6: Sixty years young. Wow. I would have never guessed, Gertie, you don't sound a day over 22.
8: (laughs) I bet you say that to all the antiques you call.
6: (laughs) Nonsense. I would never. Besides, antiques always choose my competition. My customers, however, are forever young. Forever
8: young? Wouldn't that be nice?
6: How are you, my dear?
8: Well, uh, to be quite honest with you, uh, I've seen better days.
6: And why is that?
8: Well, I I think you'll understand once you see the the contents of my order.
6: I have seen the contents of your order. And since there's no way of putting this mildly, I must inform you that your order has been cancelled. What? What? There is a mandatory field in the order application which your hospital or medical practice needs to fill in for you. And since it was empty, we have no choice but to cancel your order. No. No. Gertie, we cannot send morphine to end customers. You know that.
8: but I sent a letter explaining my situation
6: I know dear I know I've read it and I'm sorry but what you're asking of us is against the law
2: no
8: there must be a way please it hurts so much
6: I am sorry
8: You you don't understand it. It's Christmas. It's my birthday.
6: You should have stayed at the medical center, darling.
8: But my daughter does not know I'm at the medical center. What if she decides to drop by for Christmas and and I'm not here? What if she brings my grandkids along and I'm not here? I need to be here when they arrive. I, I have to see them. I... I need to see them.
6: (laughs) Oh, Gertie.
8: They're twins, you see. Two beautiful, perfect little baby boys. I I haven't even met them yet.
6: I am so sorry to hear that, Gertie.
8: Michael and and Daniel? They must be uh, ten or or eleven at this point.
6: They're thirteen, Gertie. They turned thirteen two months ago.
8: Yeah, Thirteen. They turned thirteen?
6: Wish I could help you, dear. I know you're hurting. They're...
8: they're thirteen years old. Does that mean they can speak for themselves? I mean, thirteen years old. Just... five more years and they're adults. I mean, surely they... They want to see Granny on her birthday, no? Gertie. And Karina, she she would want to see her sick mother on her birthday, right?
6: They're not coming, Gertrude.
8: They're coming. This year is the year. They're they're coming home for Christmas. I feel it in my bones.
6: (sighs) They're not coming. You should have stayed at the medical center. You could have had a Sudoku marathon with Miss White and receive a morphine injection from Nurse Laney right before bedtime.
8: I know, I know, but if I'm not home, they they wouldn't know where...
6: They are not coming, Gertrude.
8: But it's been twenty years. Alfred has been dead for twenty years. He, He can't hurt her anymore.
6: She knows that, Gertie. And yet she's still not coming. She will never come back. Not for your birthday. Not for Christmas. Not ever. Your daughter will never forgive you.
8: But why? Why? I haven't done anything.
6: That's right. You haven't done anything. You haven't done anything to stop the abuse (laughs) oh Gertie you poor poor dear
8: I just want her to know that I'm sorry that I love her so much and that I'd do anything to see her even if it's for one last time
6: I know honey
8: I don't want to spend another Christmas alone. I know. God, this hurts.
6: You want to make it stop? Yes. You want company for Christmas? Yes. Company and a merry song of happy birthday?
8: Yes. That would be nice.
6: Singing, dancing, and birthday cake? Ah. Uh
8: would be divine.
6: Divine, you say?
8: (laughs) Tonight is the first time in a decade somebody has wished me a happy birthday.
6: Oh, Gertrude, my home is packed with people just burning to wish you a happy birthday.
8: You're too lovely.
6: I'm serious. Join me, Gertie. Pardon? Join me. Tonight. Right now.
8: Oh. I'm too weak to even go to the bathroom, Luke. Let alone travel. (laughs) Besides, I don't even know where you live.
6: Yes, you do. I, I do? Of course you do. Reaching me is easy. All you have to do is put an end to it. Put
8: an an end to it? Precisely. An end to what?
6: (sighs) You don't mean... I do, Gertie. I I can't... Don't be afraid of me. I'd hate myself for it. I'm not afraid of you. Good. Join me, then.
8: I... I can't.
6: There's always room at my table for you. There's always a party waiting for you. At my side, every day will be your birthday.
8: I can't.
6: The pain would go away. You'll be free. You will enjoy freedom so pure, so unhinged. You wouldn't want to go back, even if it were an option.
8: As perfect as that sounds, I really can't.
6: And why not?
8: They're coming. (laughs) I feel it in my soul. This year is the year they'll come to see Grandma.
6: (laughs) They are not coming, Gertrude. You know it. I know it. Nobody cares for you. Nobody but me. And I am offering my help. I am offering my companionship, my home, my friendship, and all of my love. All you need to do is accept my invitation you never asked for a life like yours did you you never asked for a gruesome marriage a stillbirth twenty years of silence from your only child what do you have to lose the disease is chewing on your insides as it is they're
8: not coming
6: No, dear. They are not.
8: I don't want to be alone on my birthday for another year.
6: Neither do I, love.
8: What is the fastest way for me to get to you?
6: The nail gun.
8: I don't know where it is.
6: On the bottom step to the basement, in a green box. All right. Did you get it? Yes. Excellent. Now, Gertie, aim between the eyes. It's the quickest.
8: I'm scared.
2: I'm so scared.
6: I know, Gertie, but I'll stay with you. I'm staying on the line till the very end. I'm staying... On the line until you are gone. Goodbye, Gertrude Leanne Jackson, or should I say, welcome.
4: Gertrude? Gertrude? Uh, Mom? Are, Are you home?
3: I hope you enjoyed Shop and Share Part 3 as written by Lucretia Vastia and voiced by Olivia Steele, Jesse Cornett, Otis Jiry, Jason Hill, and Melissa Medina. To find more of author Lucretia Vastia... Visit simplyscarypodcast.com slash vastia spelled V-A-S-T-E-A and you'll be redirected to her author profile on creepypastastories.com as well as finding a link to her blog at www.cvasiacru.wordpress.com You can hear more of Olivia Steele right here on our very own network as well as on her YouTube channel called Scarily Olivia. If you enjoyed Mr. Cornette's performance, you can hear more of him on the Chilling Tales YouTube channel, as well as on the No Sleep Podcast, where you can hear his vocal performances as well as production. Otis Jiry's work can be found right here on our very own network by listening to Scary Stories Told in the Dark, now nearing the end of its ninth season. And we are so very excited to see what Season 10 brings. You gotta love Otis. Voice actress Melissa Medina's work can be found on the official Chilling Tales for Dark Nights YouTube channel, as well as her website, Hearmelissa.com. That's H-E-A-R-M-E-L-I-S-S-A M-E-L-I-S-S-A.com. Be sure to let them know you heard them here. You won't be sorry you did. Now, our weekly descent into the depths has just about come to a close. But before we go, I'd like to take a moment to thank you for joining us for tonight's episode. Wish you a spooky holiday. And remind you to take a moment to stop by our iTunes page and leave Chilling Tales for Dark Nights a five-star review and a kind word. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram if you haven't already. And of course, subscribe to us on YouTube, where you can find an archive of our work going back to 2012. And consider signing up as a patron at our website, ChillingTalesForDarkNights.com, to show your support and get all of our content ad-free. I'm your host, Steve Taylor, and it's been a pleasure. Tune in again next week, when we once again... Turn off the lights and turn on the dark. Sweet dreams, listener. Sweet dreams. <laughs> Chilling Tales for Dark Nights